What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Arrowhead Attic Podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Patrick Allen and Matt Verderam. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome to a bonus edition of the Arrowhead Addict Podcast. My name is Patrick Allen. I'm flying solo today. Uh, just wanted to jump on and talk a little bit about Le'Veon Bell. As you probably have heard by now, Le'Veon Bell has clashed with his coaches in New York uh, he's not happy there, and the Jets were trying to trade him, uh, according to reports, and he was recently released. So what does that mean? Obviously, anytime a big-name player gets released, fans from all kinds of different teams start jumping in to the Twitter uh, saying, hey, you know, we, let's get him. We need him in Baltimore. We need him in Seattle. We need him in Kansas City. Uh, Chiefs fans are not immune to this. And you always end up with two sides of this, right? Like you, you always get the people who are maybe overreacting a little bit to the big name and they're like, we got to sign this guy. He's going to make us so much better. And then you get the other people on the other side, which I kind of roll my eyes at, you know, they're always like, oh, the chiefs don't need this guy. They don't need him. He's not going to help. We just drafted Clyde Edwards, Elaire in the first round. This is stupid. I don't want him in the locker room, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Listen. Le'Veon Bell doesn't have like a, an incredible track record of you know, being a great locker room guy necessarily, but you know, he's, he's also not a huge problem either. He's, he's not getting along with his coaches or he wasn't getting along with his coaches on the jets. But I mean, would you want to play for the jets right now? I wouldn't want to play for the jets. They stink. That organization is a disaster right now. And I don't blame a 28 year old all pro running back for not wanting to be run into the ground for absolutely no reason other than a paycheck. So they released him. I don't blame them for releasing him either. He's not playing ball with the team. He's not getting along with the coach. They're not going anywhere except for maybe uh, the number one pick in the NFL draft this spring. So what's the point of having Le'Veon Bell distract from what you're trying to build, if it is indeed you're trying to build anything for the New York Jets, what's what's the point? Um, I you know it's a little silly. Uh, he they they owe this guy a lot of money. I'm not going to get into all the contract details, but they weren't going to be able to trade him because they signed him to like a 50 million dollar deal, and so now he's out there and he's a free agent and he can sign with any team he wants. The Jets are still going to be on the hook for a lot of that contract, which makes it an interesting situation for Le'Veon Bell, right? He's a free agent. Obviously, he wants to make lots of money, would like to be paid his fair market value. But for this year, as often we see in cases like this, 
teams are looking at Bell and maybe he's a little bit of a malcontent. They're not sure if he's worth the risk. So they may not be willing to open up the wallets for him. Also, and we'll talk about this in a second, he hasn't had a great productive couple of years here. So they don't know if he can still be the running back he was when he was in his heyday in Pittsburgh. Are they going to offer up a ton of money for him right now in the middle of the season? You've got to figure that for the most part, it's going to be contenders that are interested in Bell. I doubt that he gets a a long-term contract here in the next few days with the team. It's possible, of course. He is still only 28 years old. But in general, what we're probably looking at is a team coming in, a team that's a contender, who thinks they can win now, who's got a little bit of cap space, who wants to give Le'Veon Bell an an incentive-laden deal to bring him in to try to make a run at the Super Bowl, right? Le'Veon Bell, on the other hand, knows that he wasn't on the field a lot with the Jets. He was dealing with some injuries. His numbers weren't that great. For him, this is his chance to audition for one last big contract. He's already going to get paid from the Jets. If he can go out there with a contender, a good team like the Chiefs or the Seahawks, and tear it up for the rest of the season, well, now he's got this opportunity to go back into free agency after his one-year prove-it deal or re-sign with that team, maybe get one more big deal. So it's in Le'Veon Bell's best interest to maybe take a little bit of a discount on what he believes his worth is or his skill set is to get with a team that's going to enable him to get a longer term, bigger payday next free agency. So we'll get to the Chiefs in a second. Let's just quickly talk about Le'Veon Bell and how he's been playing. You may remember he sat out the 2018 season when he wanted a new contract from the Pittsburgh Steelers, and then they released him and he ended up with the the New York Jets. Or maybe they traded him. I don't remember, but that's not really important. What's important here is that since he was with the Jets, so, so far this year, he's been dealing with injuries. He's got 19 rushes for 74 yards this year. That's a 3.9 per carry average. He's, He's only played in two games. And he's got three receptions for 39 yards. I jotted down here last year with the Jets. Again, remember, he's with the Jets. They're not good. Okay, they're not a good team. Um, But last year, uh, 245 carries for 789 yards at 3.2 yards per carry average. But he also added 66 receptions for 461 yards. So he's a productive back. He can help in a lot of different ways. The numbers aren't great. Obviously, the 3.2 Yard per carry average isn't something that you want to see, but he was coming off a year where he didn't play. He's in a new system. The Jets are trash. So, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not a professional football talent evaluator, but uh, it's possible that there is a confluence of events here that are limiting his production a little bit. It's a lot easier to run for a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers with all the weapons that they have on offense and Big Ben back there than maybe it is when teams are coming in and they're like, okay, we're not scared of Sam Darnold. We are scared of Le'Veon Bell, so we're going to focus on stopping him. But he still put up semi-respectable numbers, okay? So he's out there. He's 28. Now, should the Chiefs sign Le'Veon Bell? Now, let's look at what what people are saying out there. Odd Shark put out some odds on this. And the Chiefs, apparently, according to, to the odds makers, are, are, are in the running for Bell. Uh, the Bears, they have them as the leaders in the clubhouse at plus 400. The Steelers returning home there for Bell at plus 600. The Chiefs come in next at plus 650. They have the Browns on here probably due to the recent injury to Nick Chubb and Cleveland's propensity for liking to run the ball. So maybe they want to pair 
Bell for a little while with Kareem Hunt, our old friend. They had the Browns at plus 700 and the Bucks at plus 750. I think the Bucks have a pretty decent running game, but hey, maybe he wants to go there, play with Tom Brady, and make a run at a title. And all of these teams that we mentioned here, even the Bears, uh, <laughs> I don't think they're very good, but they've got a good record, so hats off to them. Even the Bears are, are in the running right now for a potential Super Bowl run. So my co-host, Matt Verderam, he, he tweeted out about this. And Matt believes that the Chiefs should maybe take a look at Bell. He said that in the offseason, the Chiefs were interested in Adrian Peterson. He also reported during the offseason that the Chiefs were interested in Leonard Fournette. So, look, the Chiefs knew they were coming into the season with a rookie running back, right? And they drafted Clyde, though, before Damian Williams opted out of the season. So they don't have Damian Williams. They've got Daryl Williams, who's fine right he's fine he's not been overly impressive when he's been on the field he's got a little bit of an injury history and then they have darwin thompson who is uh has just not caught on Uh, he looked really good a couple years ago in the preseason uh had a fumble this year you know hasn't looked anything impressive as well and there's obviously a, a confidence issue that the chiefs have with darwin thompson because he's just not getting on the field and he certainly had the opportunities to do so so that brings us to our naysayers. The Chiefs don't need Le'Veon Bell, okay? Number one, he's going to be a problem in the locker room. I got to be honest with you. I'm just not concerned about this. The Chiefs are a veteran team. They're the defending Super Bowl champions. They've got the kind of leaders in the locker room that can help keep a, a guy like Le'Veon Bell, you know, bring him into the fold, keep things on the straight and narrow in terms of any issues that might arise you know, fighting with teammates or not getting along with coaches. Um, you know, I, I'm not worried about that at all. I'm not worried about the, the Chiefs locker room crumbling. Even if they did sign this guy and they brought him in, if he turned out to be some kind of huge problem and he gets into a fight with a player or he's subtweeting the coaches on Twitter, which Bell has been doing in New York, they just cut him because he's going to be on a one-year deal. So who cares if he can come in and help? <clears throat> now, the other one is well, we don't need him because we've got Clyde Edwards-Alaire. This is going to take away from Clyde's development, so on and so forth. Again, I, I don't buy that. I, I think this would be a good move for the Chiefs. I agree with Matt Verderan. Listen, so far this year, 5'8", 209-pound Clyde Edwards-Alaire is doing a really nice job. He's got 81 carries for 344 yards and a touchdown. He's averaging 4.2 yards per carry. And he has 17 receptions for 169 yards. That puts him on a pace for about 16.2 carries per game, which would mean he would have 259.2 carries over the course of the year. And he's on pace for about 3.4 receptions per game, which would put him on pace for about 54.4 receptions. That would be 313 total touches for Clyde. He's a small guy through over 300 touches, that, that's quite a bit. I think you'd like to try to keep his wear and tear, especially, you know, yes, he's young right now, but you want to get a nice long career out of him. Maybe try to keep his touches under 300. Uh, but right now, you're, you're just not seeing the other guys really get a bulk of the touches. Uh, Thompson and Daryl Williams come in once in a little while, but Clyde's getting the very high majority of the touches. So look, Edwards Elaire is on pace for 1,100 yards rushing, 540 passing yards. That's 1,640 yards of all purpose 
work for Clyde. That's great. What a, what a rookie season. I think that would be fantastic. And I think he could do even better than that if he has a few more big games down the stretch. What does Le'Veon Bell bring to the Chiefs? I mean, obviously experience, talent. If he's still got some stuff left in the tank, that's great. Even if he doesn't, Le'Veon Bell, he's 28. The guy is not 33 years old. He's not Frank Gore, who's incidentally was born the day after me, um, and who's 37 years old. God bless the man. Gives me hope. Maybe I can still get a, a shot in the NFL. Um, you know, but in reality, Le'Veon Bell is is going to walk in, and he's instantly going to be the second best running back on the team, as his stats indicate right now. He's probably going to be a little bit better for you, more dynamic than than you're getting from Darwin Thompson or Daryl Williams. So why not bring him in? This enables you to keep Clyde Edwards-Hilaire fresh. He can still be the lead dog. He's still the lead back. But you bring in Le'Veon Bell, and it's just a problem for teams. If the Chiefs need to give Clyde Edwards-Hilaire a blow because he's been in there for a lot of plays, they want to take him off the field, just give him a rest. You're putting Darwin Thompson in there. You're putting Daryl Williams in there. Teams just, they're, they're not going to be worried about those guys. They don't have a ton of big play potential. It's going to enable them to focus a little bit more on Travis Kelsey, on Tyree Kill, on Sammy Watkins when he gets back from his hamstring injury. And it's going to make things a little bit harder on Patrick Mahomes. Le'Veon Bell is the kind of player, maybe his running style doesn't necessarily fit the way that the Chiefs block so much, but he's a talented player. If there's, I'm not worried about Andy Reid being able to figure out a way to incorporate a running back with the talent and skill of Le'Veon Bell into his offense. Okay, he's going to find a way to use this guy. He's going to find a way to make him dynamic and make him an impact player for this team. The Chiefs obviously haven't been super happy with their running back situation for a while, even when they had Dame Williams, who played great in the playoffs, and maybe he's one of the reasons why the Chiefs are Super Bowl champions right now. They still brought in LaShawn McCoy last year, right? So, and, and, and let's not also forget that depth is important at this position. Look at the Cleveland Browns. They like to run the football. They do a really good job of it. Nick Chubb gets injured. They're down to Kareem Hunt. Now Kareem Hunt's going to be getting more banged up. The more weapons the Chiefs have for Patrick Mahomes, the better. The more depth they have at the running back position, the better. And because, I mean, knock on wood, I don't want this to happen, but it is not out of the realm of possibility that Clyde Edwards-Elair could go down to an injury. One other thing I want you to think about. Clyde Edwards-Elair is, this, he's a rookie, okay? He's used to playing way fewer games than he plays in the NFL. The kid's young. I'm not saying he's going to wear down or break down, but there's a very real possibility. This is the first time this guy is playing a 16-game season, but it's not going to be a 16-game season for him because the Chiefs are going to go to the playoffs. So now he's looking at potentially playing 17, 18, 19 games. That's a lot. His legs are going to wear down. He's just now getting into the pro strength and conditioning program. He's just now getting on the plan that the Chiefs trainers want for him. You don't think it would be nice to have somebody helping to carry the load a little bit, keep Clyde fresh throughout the course of the entire season. We've seen platoons of running backs all across the NFL. And while this might not be good for your fantasy team or mine, I've got a lot of Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I think it makes a ton of sense to bring in a talented running back like Le'Veon Bell if the Chiefs can get him for a good price. The last thing to consider here is salary cap space. The Chiefs should have enough salary cap space to get Bell, but the salary cap rolls over when you don't use it. 
We know that the Chiefs are paying Patrick Mahomes. They backed up the Brink truck for him. They're paying Tyreek Hill. They're paying some of these other guys, and they're going to have to pay Travis Kelsey soon. They're paying Chris Jones. They want to try to keep their core players together. That's something that's very important to this team. The Chiefs shouldn't go crazy paying Le'Veon Bell when they have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but if they can get a good deal, if they can get a decent discount and bring Bell in for a one-year rental, a less than a one-year rental, to help take the load off Clyde, I, I don't see where the harm is. This is a guy they can cut. Uh, and as long as it's not doing too much damage to the salary cap, I say bring him in, let him audition, because guess what? If he doesn't come to Kansas City, where is he going to go? Is he going to go to Pittsburgh? I would argue that Pittsburgh is one of the biggest competitors to the Chiefs in the AFC. He could end up there. I don't see it happening, but it's possible he could end up on a team like the Tennessee Titans with Derrick Henry, who's not exactly like tearing things up this year. Um, or he could go to Seattle and then the chiefs could be facing him in the super bowl. And he's had success running against the chiefs in the past as a member of the Steelers. I would put my money on him, maybe going to a team like Seattle. I think it makes a ton of sense, but I think he's buddies with Chris Jones. Chris Jones wants the chiefs to sign him, uh, and having an all pro running back joining the team with all the weapons that the chiefs have, it's just not, I just don't see the downside to it. That The team is not going to explode or crumble if he becomes a little bit of a locker room problem or doesn't get along with his coaches. They'll just cut him. Okay, that's my spiel on Le'Veon Bell. I wanted to, to talk about it for you guys real quick when I had some time today because I know it's going to be a conversation this week. Uh, knowing my luck, he'll probably sign with somebody before I even get this thing uploaded. But I'm going to try to do that as quickly as possible. We really appreciate you listening. We will be back on thursday to preview the monday night football matchup against the buffalo bills big matchup the bills lost so that actually helps the chiefs out a little bit especially if they can win this game against the bills that'll give them uh, a nice little cushion okay as always you can follow us on twitter at arrowhead attic please visit the site every day read what matt connor and the team are writing over there awesome awesome content they're going to have they already have a ton on Le'Veon bell and everything else going on with the chiefs right now uh you can follow me on twitter i'm at r patrick allen and follow matt verderam my co-host on twitter as well at matt verderam and again you can follow us at arrowhead addict we also need your reviews so if you like what you heard uh Solo radio is kind of tough, so I hope you liked it. Um, Just wanted to get a little conversation going. Head over to Apple and please leave us a five-star review over there. And if you ask us a question in your Apple review, we will answer it on the podcast as long as it's a good question. So uh, some of you have already done that. We really appreciate it. It's super awesome and helps support the podcast and helps us bring you more of this great content. All right, guys, that's it for me. I'm going to get out of here. But as always, go Chiefs. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.